0: Hi, and welcome to the Earth Mama Living podcast. This is podcast number six. I am Jackie O with Earth Mama Living. This is the place where we explore healing through food, exercise, and mind-body wellness. I help moms create a delicious, holistic lifestyle so they can massively improve their whole family's health without sacrificing time, flavor, or sanity. Get out your pen and paper and open up your mind about food and cooking, mental wellness, body movement, and holistic home living. I'm coming to you from Phoenix, Arizona. Please tell your friends, share, and heart this episode and let's grow together. Find me on my, on my blog on earthmamaliving.com, Facebook, Instagram, which is Earth Mama Living Official, YouTube, and Rumble. In today's show, I'm gonna talk about how to evaluate and use the top six steps that I have for you in finding a practitioner and really it can be for any type of healing or um, medical professor professional that you work with so I highly encourage you to take a listen and read the steps that I have for you I will have for you that later on here and and really take it to heart. Really good tips that I put together and boiled down. Okay, so again I will also be doing a five minute meditation. Before I get into this today, I give you my best words of advice about gathering information from anywhere. Please read and listen to information you find here and anywhere with discernment. And what I mean is look things up on your own to confirm what you need to know and understand. Feel free to ask me questions. Not everyone has the whole truth. But when I look through and see multiple sources that contain similar or exact information and it resonates with me, then I sit with that until further notice or different knowledge is gathered. Or if I come across something that that, that makes even more sense. I hope that makes makes sense for you. Okay? Great. Here's my core belief. In all that I do, I believe in challenging the status quo. I believe in trusting our bodies to heal themselves. The way I challenge the status quo is by teaching clean living by what we eat, what we allow around us, and all that supports our bodies to heal themselves. All right, let's do that quick, short guided meditation since we're always practicing connecting and being in our bodies as it relates to the earth and our higher selves. Please do this if it's only safe for you to close your eyes and be very relaxed. Save this podcast for later if you would like to do this exercise at a better time. All right, for when you do this on your own, you might want to set a timer for five minutes so that you can relax and not worry about staying in meditation too long or if you have an appointment or anything like that. You'll just simply know that you have the timer that will contain your time. So, just close your eyes and relax. Take a few deep breaths from your diaphragm and release the tension in your body. Focus on doing this for about five seconds, five counts, five long seconds. Slowly inhale from your belly. Then into your ribs, into your chest, and up into the crown of your head. Then gently hold the breath for the last fifth count. We'll do that one more time so that you can do the count. Inhale from the belly, into your ribs, into your chest, and into the crown of your head. And then hold it for the fifth count. Reverse this process on the exhale for another count of five. So now, so we'll do this from the reverse. Start imagining that your breath starts in the crown of your head. And then you're bringing it down back into your chest, into your ribs, and then out through your belly, and then into the earth. We'll do this one more time. Breathe in slowly. Actually gather some energy from the earth positive energies that you can use into your body, into your ribs, into your chest, up into the crown of your head, and out again, and then out, we're going to go down again, in through the crown of your head, into your chest, into your ribs, and into your belly, and then back into the earth again. Try to visualize the tension leaving your body from your head to your feet. And when you do, bring the energy from the earth, bring cleansing energy into your body, and as you bring it up through your body, and then exhale out your body, out of your head and your crown chakra to get rid of what you don't need. So. Imagine all of this things that you don't need today is just simply melting away and going back into the earth and also into the heavens where it can be recycled. Concentrate on your breath while you're imagining, releasing your stress and tension. It will help you to give you something to focus on rather than focus on thinking of nothing focus on being and when thoughts enter your mind gently acknowledge them and let them go returning your focus to the present moment again if you accept that constantly bringing your mind back to the present moment is is the meditation itself it will be much easier to keep your mind still and focused on what you're doing continue this and then return to your day feeling more relaxed and refreshed. Simply focus on the sensations you're feeling in your body and focus on your breath or focus on letting go. Take one last deep breath in from the ground and then push it out, out of the top. And so, After just that quick meditation, how do you feel now? I feel very good. I feel more grounded even than I did before. And I always ask you what stood out for you in your observing. Just think about that and let it sit with you for this week, okay? So let's get back to the discussion at hand. So my latest blog article, which I posted on October 1st, is what I'm talking to you about today. Top six tips for picking a great practitioner i've had a lot of conversations lately with people talking about how to pick a really good healer and or a really great therapist or even finding groups to participate in that offer a safe environment for healing one last thing that comes up is how new and accepted healing modalities are these days i love it it's fantastic this is very fantastic because um, not too long ago we just really didn't even talk about energy healing especially And so I love that there's a lot more discussion with people who might never have talked about having massages even, or talking about what what energy healing is. So does it always turn out awesome? Some people have had experiences that are frustrating. And I encourage you to type in the comments below and raise your hand, say, yeah, I've had some weird stuff, or I've had great practitioners who had some really transformational experiences um, yeah, and I've had others that were just, you know, not quite as I, I, not quite what I thought it would be. So, what does it mean to not feel complete when you leave a healing session? One thing for sure is a feeling that you're unprotected or vulnerable, or that your emotions are all over the place. What to do when it's awkward? Well, you might feel vulnerable and feel a little nervous about driving, for example. Even in good balance sessions, you will need to get acclimated to your surroundings before doing things like driving. You might want to spend some extra time in your car getting grounded again so that you can get back to the so-called reality that we live in every day. As a healer myself, I think that when you're leaving a session and you're feeling these things, that's telling me that... The session that you just had or just experienced is not quite complete. I really suggest talking to the either the healer person themselves or the group coordinator, depending on what type of session you had, on how you can integrate what you just processed. That's fantastic because they will have great ideas and they're going to be knowing, even probably understanding what kind of energies were going around the room when you had your session. So. What can they do to help you complete the work? Well, I have many suggestions or things that I do myself in order to reintegrate back into the real world, the real world, and also be sure that the the client, you, um, has received answers to all their concerns or questions. Some practitioners will even ask at the end of each session, is there anything else that you might need today? So you can simply discuss with them what's going on. You can ask them for an individual session at another time, which is great, which is a great idea. Or you can also do your own self-healing type of exercise, which is breath work, which is you could do a meditation where you're literally focusing on your breath or, or not even um, having to have a certain way of doing it, but just sitting still and being quiet. You can either lay on your couch or sit in the car, wherever you are, and just imagine seeing your breath going in and out and, and not even trying to do anything different with it. You can do aromatherapy, which is basically, um, if you do have essential oils at home, which I do suggest having a good assortment, for example, like peppermint, lavender, tea tree oil, those kind of basics, it's um, fantastic. Orange oil, orange oil is a wonderful one, or neroli, which is the flowers of citrus. You can also do Epsom salt or baking soda baths. Um, you can actually combine Epsom salts and baking soda. That's fantastic. Just lay in your warm or hot bath. Um, you can also go to the gym, or do some kind of physical exercise like walking. Um, your dog might need walked, so go out and just go a little longer, and your dog might appreciate that. Um, take your kids with you, go on a walk, go swimming, whatever it is that you have available to you. Um, I always recommend that anyway, even even if you're not quite grounded. So another thing is ask your practitioner for homework. This is a wonderful follow-up, follow-up to what work you did together. They often do anyway, but if they didn't, ask them, what can I do later for, for helping to complete my work today? So what kind of healers will I meet? So some of my thoughts are, well, what, what it really gets down to is this. Are you picking practitioners who are taking care of your greatest and highest needs in the setting of healing work? You might, might not even know what it is for yourself, but when you go to someone who does energy work, for example, you're trusting that they are doing what is in your greatest and highest need. I'm including all therapists, by the way, massage therapists, Reiki masters, sound healers, breath workers, anyone who will work with your energetic health. I think there are plenty of practitioners who do do the right thing and who are taking care of their clients with their highest intentions in mind. Absolutely. I also think that there are some practitioners out there who are not grounded themselves. Um, Remember that healers often come from trauma, have have, you know, backgrounds that um, were challenging and they've healed themselves and are often still working on their stuff. I mean, no one's perfect, right? No one's perfectly divine. That's okay. As long as they can go get neutral and put their own stuff aside when they meet with their clients. I'm just going to say this. So there are some practitioners who are concerned about having higher volumes of people. I mean, come on, just like you know allopathic physicians they are not as concerned about you as an individual they're just looking to get work here done okay just you know what human nature all right so some also end up crossing boundaries where you feel like you're the one giving the session instead of the other way around i'm just saying sometimes it is it's just life you know and it's not the end of the world but also it's important for you to Pay attention because that is important, especially um, <clears throat> if you can talk to them about it. If you don't want to, if it was something that you're not wanting to talk about, you need to talk to someone else, okay? Share it with somebody else who you love and care about. All right. What about Reiki shares, um, sound baths, and like large group sessions? So there are a lot of group healing sessions, sound baths, Reiki shares, and events that host healing on a larger scale rather than just one-on-one. There are a lot of people who do well in these types of group healing sessions and they love it. They love it. That's great. I'll talk about all the great reasons to do energy work in a second, including group therapy sessions. The only thing is there are a lot of people who don't realize that these group type of healing sessions might not be in their best interest or that they're not aware that these sessions are not necessarily the most ideal environment for doing, for example, deep trauma work or deep um, work that you need to do within yourself where it involves very, very deep emotions. It it just might not be the best setting for you. Um, it, It works for many, though, and I highly suggest trying them with things in mind that I have discussed today. And again, please talk to the practitioner. Before, or during, or after the session, okay? It's fantastic. There's so many wonderful modalities out there right now that just keep it just keeps growing. And the field of energy work is just fantastic. Sound baths in particular are wonderfully neutral and may leave you wonderful, wonderfully surprised about how you relaxed. Um, you'll, you'll be surprised at how relaxed you were able to be breathwork group sessions are also really interesting how do you know until you've tried though well it took me a long time to honor what's in my best interest because until i try something i won't know how to evaluate what's important to me my needs change throughout the year too Uh, you know I, i might be open to more individual work as opposed to uh group work for me Group work energetically can feel like herding cats. I've felt that way about most group therapy sessions. Um, for example, I don't know how many of you remember psychodrama back in the 90s. It was very popular. Um, I I did psychodrama back then. Um, I had a therapist, an individual therapist, who also did the group sessions. Uh, and we did group psychodrama in both group and individual. I, to be honest, I don't know if... I'm sure I worked through some good stuff back then, and I just don't know if it was the best for me. But at the time, that's what I had, and that's what I chose. So, okay, let's talk about the amazing benefits of energy work. There have been a million books written about the benefits of energy work. What I get from energy work is myself. Okay, a better connection to my higher self, my guides, my master teachers, and my my universe, my God, whatever you want to call it, whatever is your thing. Um, It's extremely grounding. It's very peaceful and a meditative time. It's also a time to rearrange and rethink my thoughts, my perceptions of my own life and choices. Really, you know, you get some quiet time to really think about stuff. It's fantastic. Um, You have time to receive creative ideas about your life. Really, it's, it's fantastic. You will... You know, you'll maybe remember a dream you had the night, night before and you're like, oh yeah, I want to do that. Um, you'll have a physical relaxation um, that you don't get from all the other things you do. Um, also, which is a really great thing, you meet like-minded people who are working on themselves also. It's great. So, just a few more words about groups though, okay? Understand that energetically, when you get more than two people in a room, you end up with all kinds of energies, all kinds of intent, all kinds of baggage. This is just normal, okay? It's just the way it is. Um, People have brought along for the ride, okay? Unless you have a very strong group leader who can anticipate what boundaries need to be set, it can be potentially uncomfortable. In any group therapy setup, I highly recommend pairing the group work with individual sessions. Being an empath myself makes it challenging to be in these types of settings because not only do I need to focus on what my intent is for myself, but also I, if I'm sharing healing, like in a Reiki share, for example, gathering, which is basically we get together at somebody's house or some place, location, where we can all, we set up tables and we do Reiki on each other and we trade off, Um. I also need to protect my own space as I work. So, anyway, I don't feel like I get a lot of personal inner work accomplished in those types of settings. But I definitely accomplish socialization, friendly interactions, and usually some really good food. But, <clears throat> but it's certainly not where I would take my own shadow or trauma work. Really, it's just not the place. It's just, it's just sort of like a light way of doing some energy work together and spending time with friends who you're new friends or or old friends. Great. Alright, alright, alright. Right. So <laughs> um let's just get to the tips, okay? The tips for this podcast. So how can you integrate the beautiful healing available from energy workers and all these amazing workshops that are available and still feel like it's a safe place to be vulnerable and connected to your highest good how can you find a good practitioner that is a great match for you especially if you're new to receiving energy work okay number one you must listen to your inner voice i know that each of you has one i do know and at times you have heard it Um, sometimes you pay attention to it sometimes you don't and uh, so it's simply the awareness of it and acknowledging it <clears throat> also, know that just because one person might not feel like a good fit, and I'm talking about the practitioner, um, it doesn't mean that all the practitioners of that kind of energy healing are not good. Okay? That one person might not be the best fit for you. There are others. There's so many others. So many that are studying all different modalities right now. Number two, review some information about that type of healing that you're going to experience before you go really really good because you can evaluate what you might encounter when you have a session you'll also have great questions for your practitioner ask them for, for resources if you don't know where to start you can ask them before you go um get a referral from someone you know this is number three get a referral from someone you know or Um, from ratings online Um, if you're not able to intuit if they're a good fit you can definitely read about what other people have said and recommended number four be really present in your session and be willing to give it a chance number five follow up with your practitioner afterwards to give them feedback about your personal experience that helps them, by the way. It helps them a lot. And also, let them know if they've done, you know, if they've shown up for you in the way that you needed, um, or if it needed to be somewhat different. And if you have questions as well in your feedback, go for it. Number six, schedule another one with the same or a different healer to, and evaluate for yourself what will be in your highest good and review... What worked and what didn't work for yourself, okay? Really helps. Also, from session to session, you'll have different things that will help you and or change. Once you you do one session, then your your energy will shift. And one thing might be satisfied and taken care of. And you can go, okay, I can move through this now. Um, You might need five sessions, to work through a certain big problem, thing that you're wanting to connect with, okay? All right. So keep this in mind as I finish up here. We're all energy workers. We're all crystals giving energy to everything around us. We are. We, are, we, all, re- we all resonate to everything around us. Dr. John Balu talks about how our skin hears even more than our ears do. I love energy work. It is the essence of how I've healed my own asthma and other health issues along with my major diet changes. And I do have um, a whole blog post that is my um, story and I highly recommend that you read my story. I will put a link below to the, the book that I helped contribute to with my story and how I healed my asthma and that is called Disease Reversal Hope. It is on Amazon, okay? I continue to be the most positive and neutral for those around me, and when I feel negative, I process my stuff with a teacher, therapist, or other healer. Also, I heal myself, as our bodies naturally heal themselves, whether we are hindering them or helping them. Remember this always remember and know this blessed souls out there i send my love and i wish you the best of energy healing journeys namaste